on there at the end of the game uh, practice. Uh, and the guys have seen me around a lot through the last many years. I've come by practice a couple, three times a week and been around the coaches, been around the players. So they are familiar with me. It was fun to be out there with them. Uh, they worked hard. Uh, we've got a little time off here with finals, and then we'll practice again towards the end of the week. But it was a good start, and uh, it was fun to be out there with them. There's Coach Stoops, uh, hopefully set to join us uh, in the next segment or two, hopefully next segment. Um, That's the plan. Yeah, he's just talking right there about a little bit of the, the schedule they got going on. He – and I, I'm not saying that he's withheld it, but I think it's probably maybe not even knowing necessarily at some of the points, like what the exact plan is going to be for the bowl game, kind of who's calling the offense, who's calling the defense, and just kind of what uh, Venable's role is going to be. So, and and maybe he still doesn't have uh, clarification necessarily on all of that, but I know that's a a really important question. Is it weird that I really don't care who's calling or coaching the bowl game? No, because that person won't be affiliated with the university most likely well, next year. I guess I shouldn't say I don't care. I mean, I care, but I'm not like, oh my God, when are they going to tell us who's coaching the bowl game? Like, We'll find out when we find out. It's the Alamo Bowl. I, I just feel like there's... There's this real, not panic, but everyone wants to know really bad who's coaching the bowl game. And I guess I understand it to some degree, but I think we'll figure all that out. Yeah, in or time. that, or well, Brian Odom might be coming back. And like, what do you what do you think about that? Do you think that he's going to give his best effort, or do you think that he's going to be concerned more about what's going on at USC? And we talked about it on Friday. I adamantly believe that Brian Odom will put his best foot forward. He'll try really hard to call a good defense because that's all in his best interest. If he calls a great defense, it's something that Brent Venables could remember down the line. If he's looking for a new backers coach, if he's looking for a that's new right. defensive coordinator, you, you never you never know how one connection can help you out. And plus, like these guys, and, and I believe Brian Odom is one of those. Like if he's in something, like he's he's going to give max effort. He's right. not going to half you know what it. Right. No, I I I totally. Agree with that. I think that's absolutely going to be the case. So, um, yeah, I, I expect him to to coach it just like he would any other way. You know, you are what your results are, and he is still going to be tied to these results. So, however the defense plays, he'll be tied to that, and he'll have a, a very vested interest in making sure that they play as good as they can. We've been through a coaching search, or we went through a coaching search for about two weeks. All of our attention was there. I still haven't turned my attention to Oregon, and I'm not sure when I will turn my attention to Oregon for the bowl game. Maybe after Christmas hits, there's like a three-day stretch right there. Maybe that's when it's going to happen, but I have paid no attention whatsoever to yeah. what they've been doing this year, what they're going to look like for the bowl game. It's just, I, who knows, man. Guilty, and until you brought that up, I was like, I forgot that we're even playing Oregon. Uh, honestly, it's so far out of sight and out of mind. I haven't, I haven't looked at anything that they've done. Nothing. But uh, there's still plenty of time for that. 
Yeah, OU's a four-and-a-half-point favorite currently. ESPN FPI gives OU a 70% chance to win the football game. That's so stupid. I guess I know they've got to do – they've got to put something out there, but – It's pretty incredible to do a metric based on you don't know who's coaching or really who's playing. Don't know who's coaching or who's playing. No, or I know. That's why bowl games are – they can be the most difficult – they, they probably are the most difficult games to bet throughout an entire year. Have you done that bowl pick thing yet? Not yet, but I will, and normally I finish near the top. Pretty you good have at it. had a really good run. Yeah, pretty good at it. So I should rephrase it. Bowl games are normally hard to pick, except for, everyone for me. everyone else, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. I'm glad that ESPN's so confident that they're saying it's a 70% chance that OU is going to win the football game, even though they don't know who's coaching or playing in it. That is, uh, that's impressive. I am going to say we have a hundred percent chance of winning the football Ooh, game. Ooh, really? Yep. There's there, your blood bank guarantee. Yep. You're you're calling it right now. Calling it right now. Guaranteeing a win over Oregon. Well, think about it, man. Wow. Think about what it. About that. You've got. Give me an Alamo Bowl T-shirt if you keep saying things like this. Right. I think, and I, I'm just kind of putting myself in your shoes here. You have always said, and by always, I mean since he announced that he was leaving, you've always said that Lincoln Riley's play calling has not been very good. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no. Let's, let's rewind the tapes back to last year's uh, OU-Texas game on the Monday. I have more game film out there than just recently. That's true. Come on now. Give, me a, little, give me a little credit. You have been on one or two occasions critical of exactly. some play calls. Which is one or two more than most people. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. But um, I think our offense stands to get quite the boost, right? Why? Hey, we got a different play caller. Hmm. Well, who is it? Bob. <laughs> Bob's calling plays? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's I, I don't know who's calling him, but the the guy that was constantly screwing it up, running on first down. Don't you hate that? Or uh, throwing it on running first it down? on first down? I'm Tell, sorry. wrong guy. It was some other guy in the past. <laughs> Homeboy's going play action on first down when he hasn't ran it in four drives. I say since uh, the outcome of this football game doesn't mean anything. You run it on every single down the entire game. It would be funny if, since they're not in a bowl game, that Lincoln just comes back and calls the offense one more time. Ooh. Would people root against OU if that was the case? Hmm. Uh, they'd probably root for an outcome to where we win, but we can blame Lincoln Riley for something. Three to two, final score. Three right. to two, yes. I, I tell you what bowl game we, we will be watching. Since Levy is going back to call the Sugar Bowl for Ole yeah. Miss, I, um, and I was going to watch that one anyway, but now I'm going to be kind of locked into that one. What, is, yeah. what does Ole Miss look like offensively against a Baylor team that's going to be really dialed in for that game and against a Baylor defense that's pretty good? If he goes out there and he torches Baylor in that game, like the excitement's high right now, but I think a lot of people are going to be like, all right, let's go, baby. Let's go. Right. And I think one of the good things for Ole Miss is um, they got hammered by injury down the stretch. Uh, some of their best playmakers uh, were either hobbled or couldn't play. 
Now, I don't know what that looks like for the bowl game and who's, you know, opted out or declared for the NFL. And I don't, I haven't followed Ole Miss enough to know any of that stuff. But uh, if they are all hands on deck for what's going to be a pretty big bowl game, then I, I think it's going to be a fascinating matchup. The best audio clip I saw today was courtesy of their quarterback, Matt Corral. Not yeah. sure if you saw this one. But they asked if he was going to opt out of the Sugar Bowl because he's going to be a first-round pick, most likely, is what it sounds like. And he's mm-hmm. like, like, I understand what's on the other side for me, but essentially, no, I'm not going to opt out. These guys are the reason why I'm in the spot that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And basically saying, I-, I can't quit on them now. These guys are the reason why I might be a high draft pick in the NFL draft, which I thought was incredibly – refreshing to hear yeah. a, a, a guy that's going to make a lot of money and maybe have a lot of success in the league is still like it no it's it's still team first it, it it always is no matter what my future looks like compared to theirs it's still a team first thing it was it was really cool it made me a Matt Corral fan to, to be honest I'll tell you man just looking at their just some of the statistics on the ESPN game matchup page they're just they're eerily similar um, points per game, uh, Ole Miss is like right at 36, Baylor's right at, at 32. Um, but like the spread between both teams, points scored and points allowed is 13 points. They're both incredibly balanced offensively, uh, yards passing and yards rushing, two of the more balanced teams that you're going to see. Just really similar in a lot of the things that they do. Now, I would say Ole Miss, definitely their strong point is offense. And Baylor, definitely their strong point is defense. So it it just it has the, the makings of an absolute thriller of a football game. Will there be a doom and gloom feel if Ole Miss goes out there and doesn't move the football and gets held to 10 points and Baylor wins? Uh, I don't think so. Surely not, right? Maybe just because we're in this space right now where we're latching on to any and everything that we can to try and predict what's going to happen in the future, you know, because there's so much unknown. So maybe, like, if, if they go out there and just look terrible, but, you know, I, I expect them to look pretty good. Um, like I said, as long as they're healthy and they've got more guys back, the fact that Corral's sticking around to play, I think that's big time. No, I, I think it's going to be a great game. We'll talk to Bob coming up next segment. Real quick, let's hit a couple texts. Oh, my God, really? Why would a coach who isn't even on staff here and paid by USC call our bowl game? Uh, well, contractually obligated. You, who else, you can't have someone that doesn't know the defense call the defense. It, you have to be able to know the defense, uh, be able to prepare and game plan for an opponent with the defense and then carry that knowledge over to game day and call it accordingly. You can't just show up on a weekend and and expect to to know the defense. Every single defense has different terminology. You can't even coach it. Like you can't tell the guys where to line up. You can't uh, you have to have someone that's installed that offense or defense call those plays. Just that's just how it is. That's that's one of the I don't. I guess it's not unfortunate, but it's just one of the realities of college football. Is BV coaching Clemson in their bowl game? It's also on the text line. 
I don't know. I don't think so. If they were in a playoff, I there there may be a chance, but yes. they're they're in a bowl game against Iowa State. I I'm I haven't yeah. heard. I, I I we would have known we know by now if that was the case. I don't think he's you know he's got a head head coaching gig. I mean we're talking about a position coach at USC that's coming back was a position coach here to to call it very capable of calling it and like I said I believe he's going to do a really good job so uh, I think I think it's going to be just fine all right quick time out more from the rush coming up hopefully we have coach Stoops next stay tuned Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas are just what you need on your drive home it's the rush weekday afternoons from two to six on your home for Sooner fans the ref sports radio network Chapel supplies you. Family owned for over 40 years, Chapel Supply is proud to serve as one of the largest industrial cleaning equipment suppliers in the U.S. Chapel supplies you with the highest quality pressure washers, industrial hoses, tanks, and chemicals on the market. The certified parts and service team is dedicated to meeting the needs of every customer nationwide. Let Chapel supply you with the products, service, and support your home or business needs. Chapel supplies you. See you later, darling. I'm heading out to Central New Holland. Not today, George. Remember, we have plans. Yeah, I'm going out there to Central New Holland, West I-40, Council Exit, South Service Road. And I'm going to pick up some parts and drop the baler off for a tune-up. Why don't you do it online at centralnewholland.net? Well, because picking up parts is a lot more fun in person. And as for service, well, you can't email a baler, darling. Did you know that Central New Holland has serviced everything we've ever bought there? New Holland tractors, balers, skid steers, with genuine New Holland service and genuine New Holland parts. Soon as we finish renewing our vows. Our vows? I thought we just did that. We did, George, but remember you failed the emissions test? Well, darling, I'm sure that happens a lot. Not right in the middle of the ceremony. For crying out loud, they had to evacuate the building. Oh, yeah, I remember. When the job is on the line, Travel with the Sooners to the Alamo Bowl. The Sooners are headed to their 55th bowl game in program history. Oklahoma will take on the Oregon Ducks, and OU alumni has the perfect travel package for you. Two nights at the Hyatt Regency on the Riverwalk, the Boomer Bash pregame event, and an exclusive Alamo Bowl souvenir. Visit SoonerFanTravel.com to make your reservation today. OU alumni and SoonerFanTravel.com, your source for official OU fan travel at the Alamo Bowl. Ahoy, mate! This is Tyler McComas from The Rush. Have you been sailing the seven seas in search of your favorite liquor? Drop anchor. Captain Jack's is a nice, relaxed, laid-back liquor store on Northeast 12th Street. They have a vast selection of liquor, beer, and wine in their 3,000-square-foot storefront. Stop by and check out the ocean-painted floor and boat-shaped cash register. With the holidays just around the bend, right now is the perfect time to sail by and stock up for your holiday and family gatherings. Weigh anchor and hoist the mizzen to Captain Jack's Wine, Rum, and Spirits in Norman, 2400 Northeast 12th Avenue on the corner of Rock Creek and 12th. Are you or your loved ones looking for a brand new luxury senior living community located in Central Norman? Carlstone of Norman provides adults 55 plus with an independent and fulfilling lifestyle they have earned. Imagine a life of good food and friends with activities at your fingertips. Our residents can enjoy Carlstone just steps away from the Norman Doctors Park, Norman Regional Hospital, restaurants, and much more. Call 405-701-2951 to schedule a tour at Carlstone today.
for the Sooners, this bowl season means duck season. I say it's duck season, and I say fire! And the Sooners will have a bit of revenge on their minds. Well, you don't want me talking about the 2016. <laughs> Keep it tuned to the Ref Radio Sports Network for all of the best coverage of the Sooners taking on the Oregon Ducks in the Alamo Bowl. Presented by Windstone Construction. Building on your land or theirs. Windstone Construction is your premier home builder and bring you all of our coverage of the Alamo Bowl. Make the right call. Remember the Alamo! Remember, the Ref is your home for all of your Alamo Bowl coverage. The Ref Sports Radio Network. All right, it is The Rush on The Ref. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Just search The Ref, and uh, we put up all kinds of stuff every single day, press conference clips, questions on there, best center content on social media. Go check out The Ref on Twitter. Keep those texts coming as well on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 651-3439. Bob Stoops will be joining us shortly. That segment is brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. And speaking of the head coach, there were grades handed out to first-year head coaches this year in college football by ESPN. Uh, I'll, I'll let you take a guess on some of these guys. What do you think the letter grade given to Steve Sarkeesian was by ESPN? The letter grade? Letter grade on his first year at Texas. All right. I'll tell you what I, what I think ESPN gave him a B. <laughs> I, there's, I could see the reasoning for that. Uh, what do you, what, what do you, what would you have given him? I think I give him a D. ESPN gave him a D. Really? Yeah, pretty surprised. How about? I, that? I guess losing to Kansas is so bad that even Texas can't overcome that, right? I, you know, I, without knowing a whole heck of a lot about it, I, I don't know what it was really like there behind the scenes. Like, there's a chance that it was way better than a D. And like, he went through a year of a ton of pushback from players and like trying to change the culture, man. It, it's not easy to change a culture from, from being a country club to making things really Especially difficult. Especially there, man. Um, several like, – Charlie Strong tried to do it, and he failed miserably, right? right? It's – and that's the scary thing about that job is just when you think you're maybe making some progress on that front, everything just flips and and goes terribly wrong. It's 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 almost like you have to function that it is a country club environment and still some way find a way like just get players that are so much better than everybody else that you're still able to win ten or eleven games a year oh, no. and overcome it. It's 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 not an easy gig. It's not not at all. And I. Like I said, D like the results are horrible. Uh, there's no no way around that. But um, I, I'd really like to know what's gone on inside those walls because some of the things I've seen there are look really positive for Texas moving forward. So, uh, by the way, Josh Heupel got an A minus, seven and five first year at Tennessee, Ooh. and I 
good quarterback play for the first time in a long time this season. Did you see that Senior uh, Hendon Hooker is returning to Tennessee for next good year? Good for him. That's that's a that's promising for that, the Vols. I'll tell you, he is a guy that a lot of people, you know, probably didn't notice or hear about, but he had an unbelievable season. I, I think he was for a long time. He was the number one. Uh, quarterback rating guy. Uh, he ended up finishing number three, but 26 touchdowns, three interceptions. That's crazy. 70% completions. Really, really impressive stuff from Hendon Hooker. So he's going to be back. That offense, hype put together a really nice offense out there. We'll be fascinated to see if they can keep that going and if it turns into anything positive on the recruiting trail. They finished eight and five. Um, that's, that's a pretty big, that's a nice little boost for them going into 22. Yeah, I remember because all you talked about was how terrible they were going to be. So, hmm, about it does that. sound like something I'd say. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm excited for Hype. Think he's done a good job there, and he's got currently the 19th ranked recruiting class. So, okay, we'll see what he can do with it. OU, yeah. by the way, currently the number 10 recruiting class in the 24/7 Sports rankings. And Bob Stoops now joins us, uh, brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. Bob, good to talk to you this week. How uh, enjoyable has it been kind of get getting back into practice here this past week? Well, we've only had one because of finals, but it's it's been solid. The guys have been excited, moving around great. We'll have another practice on Thursday um, ahead of kind of a, a game week session uh, after that. But um, anyway, we've been watching tape and getting ready for practice, and it's all going in a great way. The guys are really concentrating. Players are on finals, and the coaches right now, too, are on, uh, you know, of course, recruiting these last couple of days. How's it been for the, the players, you know, uh, whenever a head coach leaves and there's a bunch of uncertainty, um, maybe not knowing what's going to happen is – is the new staff that comes in going to try and bring in new players? Like, there's a lot of uncertainty there. So, how's it been, kind of, to watch those guys and early on, uh, you know, reinforce to them that they are Oklahoma football? But then, whenever the new head coach's name, see some of the excitement from from those players. Yeah, it's great. Um, of course, you know, and the initial feeling is it's unsettling, and that was that first week and. Fortunately, we were able to calm everybody down and realize, hey, you know, this is okay. And there's a lot of really good football coaches out there, and I think we found the best one with Brent Venables. And you look at his pedigree, his background, the winning, the where he's been. Um, um, it, it's just been incredible. And, and what they've done at Clemson the last 10 years, you know, he's he's been a major part of that. So um, I think the players realize that. Here's a guy that comes in as good a coach, coach you're going to find anywhere with the pedigree that second to none. Um, guy's been in eight national championships, one at the highest level, and he's going to bring that to us here at OU. So I think the guys are really excited about not only Brent, but even the guys that he's got around him as well. We're pretty stoked about the OC hire, Jeff Levy. What do you think about that? I think it's fantastic. Jeff has a – everybody has a track record and a history of success or not. And you look at Jeff's success here the last, I don't know, five, six years, been averaging over 500 yards everywhere he's been. And, um, you know, I, I thought, too, his 
quarterback play with Matt Corral because I had a chance with my Fox um, job to watch them a lot. Matt Corral was a great quarterback, uh, coached up well, run, pass, both, uh, really utilized them in a great, great way. So um, I've, I've been able to watch, you know, what Ole Miss has been doing, and they've been they've been very impressive run and pass. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I was a bit shocked, honestly, because you know I, I didn't know any of the the behind the scenes or who was who was talking to who. But to see uh, Spencer Rattler go to South Carolina with Beamer, that's pretty cool, and I, I think that could turn into a, a really nice outcome for both of them. You know, for South Carolina and for Rattler. Well, I hope it does. Um, you know, Spencer's been was a great player here, great teammate. You know, uh, did everything he was asked to do, and uh, I hope I wish him nothing but success. And Shane was great here, so uh, exactly. Uh, we I always follow Shane uh, and root for him, and I, I hope it works out great for both of them. Coach Bob Stoops is our guest, brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. And I can't help myself when I'm watching OU basketball games this year. I'm looking at Porter over there on the sidelines, and I'm like, <laughs> God, he would have fit perfectly on Bob's staff, especially in the early 2000s. But I, Bob, I don't know how much OU basketball you've watched this year, but I feel like with what Porter's all about and the intensity he brings, I feel like maybe he could have fit your defensive staff there uh, you know, early on during your tenure at OU. Oh, absolutely, easily. I promise you. I've gotten to know Porter uh, since him since being here. Love him. I, I think he's fantastic, and he's going to do a great job. No, those guys are tough. Uh, I loved how they played against uh, Arkansas, rebounding the heck out of the ball, playing tough. I, I saw a great bit of that game. So, uh, no, Porter, Porter definitely fit in on our football staff uh, easily. They've done a really good job. A couple of big wins early on. For him, that's been a lot of fun. Coach, what do you think about – and it's almost inevitable the way that it's played out whenever you added a playoff, but the way some of the bowl stuff has gone gone on to where you're starting to see a bunch of players from across the country opt out, not playing the bowl games, um, you know, for, for whatever reason, going to the NFL and, and not wanting to get hurt or get a jump start on training for the Combine – it's it's been a weird thing it's kind of I'll just say for me I can't imagine there's nothing better than playing college football NFL is it's great and there's you know there's tons of uh, things there you have success with but god college is so fun and playing in bowl games is so awesome it's hard for me to watch but I, I just wanted to see maybe what your point of view on uh, was on that yeah it's unfortunate I don't know uh, what the right answer is it's unfortunate for the guys that are on the team who want to finish the season with the bowl win, you know, maybe end up a top 10 finish, you know, those kind of things. And it's not just here, it's across the country. And, um, you know, you just rather finish the year, you know, in a positive way with your buddies. But, you know, the other side of it is I, you know, I, 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 I can see some of these guys, if you're a sure fired yeah. first, you know, first a top 10 pick or if for sure, first rounder you know i can understand it you know uh, if you're not you know pushing for a playoff or something and uh you hate it but you know you wish you guys would finish but um but anyway sometimes they're you know that's you know that's their prerogative to you know to go that way and you know that some of the guys i think make a mistake that are that aren't sure fire first rounders they could they could make money in this game by by playing Agreed. well have a big game 
your last impression on on scouts and and everybody that's evaluating you uh you got an opportunity to move up because a lot of these guys that are opting out around the country some of them they're going to be mid-round draft picks or late or some of them won't get picked and uh that's just the way it is and i i think it's unfortunate for those guys that they don't stick it out and try and improve their draft stock by having a big game, regardless of what the bowl game is. You know, Coach Stoops revealed to us earlier in the season how big of a Gabe Burkich fan he is. Yeah. So I, I know that there's only been one practice thus far, but what's your uh, interactions been like with uh, Burkich, the kicker there, Bob? Oh, he's awesome. That guy, he's entertaining. And uh, I don't know, maybe maybe out for the – for the week of practice, I may go with the mustache and goatee like he's got. <laughs> nice. See if it works. <laughs> that might, I'm telling you, that may be a, a look for walking the sidelines of the Alamo Bowl. Uh, I think that fit in nicely down there. And maybe you have to, heck, I don't know, try and set up a 60-yarder or something there before halftime or something with him. And I'll tell you, that punter, uh, for a field goal kicker and a punter, that's about as good of a, a duo as you could ever have there. Yeah, those guys are strong, strong legs, powerful guys, and uh, yeah, it's been fun watching them the, the other day in practice. Uh, Gabe was a hundred percent just booting them from everywhere. Is it how how hard is it with all of the moving pieces to to get you know the the proper staff in place to get prepared for a bowl game and call it whenever you're down there? I mean, it, it's it's not as easy as just taking the new guys and and they're the coaches now. You've got a a system that you've been running for years now with its own language and everything that you've got to still continue to run in the bowl game. And there's so many moving parts. Has that been difficult? It's just the way. Yeah, it is. But that's just how it is. Uh, the new coaches that are all hired won't be coaching. I mean, that's that wouldn't be the right thing to do for them. Uh, right. A lot of the other the uh, guys that were on staff, a bunch of the defensive guys are back uh, yesterday to help us finish the bowl and really appreciate them. Brian Odom and Jamar Kane and uh, Calvin Thibodeau were all back helping us get set up for the bowl game. So that's, you know, we appreciate that. Play, helping the players finish the year in a positive way is a big thing, and that's going to be their message. And, uh, yeah, I hope our fans uh, appreciate them being back and helping us as well. They should. Last one, has Brent Venable slept yet? Because every time I get on Twitter, he's in like West Texas or Tulsa or you know somewhere uh, different across the country taking pictures with recruits. It, it felt like it, he hasn't slept since he landed at Max Westheimer about a week ago. Well, I, I had that week a uh, week and a half ago, and no, you don't sleep. But, um, but I got a text from Brent this morning at 6.30, and I hit him back about 6.45, and I said, uh, have you got your run-in yet? He says, I'm in the middle of it right now. <laughs> so he's, <laughs> so uh, anyway, he's he's awesome. And, uh, again, I, I don't think we could be in better hands. And, um, you know, he's going to infect everybody in a, in a big-time positive way. Good stuff, Coach. We appreciate you stopping by the show. All right, guys. Good to be with you. All right. Thanks, Over Coach. To- Boomer. Um Awesome stuff there. Nah, that's cool, man. Uh, and I like that the I like that Odom and and Kane and Tibbs are coming back, finish the uh, the season off. It's crazy because there's this feeling that hangs over the season, like you know you lost your head coach, and there's almost like your instinct is to think that it was a terrible year. They got a chance to be an eleven win football team. I know. Isn't that crazy? 
It, it, it really is. It feels yeah. like this is an 8-4 and four football team going to play, you know, an okay Oregon team. It's like, ah, hopefully we can put something out there that's respectable. So, hang on a second. You got, you got a 10-win team right now, a chance to win 11 games, go 11-2. and two. Uh, And I know the Alamo Bowl is not a destination that anyone circles and says that's where we hope we get to this year. But a chance to knock off Oregon? Yeah, I it's mean, really more about the opponent, in my opinion, than sure. it is the bowl. So, with that being said, and I think the rebuttal to, well, they're an 11 win team was like, well, okay, well, who did they beat during those 11 games? Yeah, well, that's every 11 win team. A bowl victory, 11 and 2, does that in any way change our perception of what the season was? And maybe when we look back on this season, we never actually look back at the wins and losses. We look more about the craziness that happened kind of, you know, off the field more than anything. Here's what I think. I think if you go, you lose the game, I think everyone looks at it and says, okay, flush it. That was a crappy year. Uh, Hated the way it ended. Kind of hated the way it went all along flush it we're moving on if you win it I think it is just reinforces the feeling of the core group that you have and you're excited to see what these guys can do under a new regime which you're going to feel that way anyways but I feel like it will it will just kind of jumpstart that excitement for next year with the new regime right sure. yeah but if you lose I don't think anyone's going to going to use that as a negative thought moving forward like we're in trouble. I think it's just like, okay, I'm glad that Nightmare of a Season was over. Let's flush it. We're on it's, to it's, 2022. It's the one situation where people will be like, hey, all right, an Alamo Bowl win. You know, you're know, you not going to hang your hat on that, but there will be – I think, yeah, there will be some excitement coming out of that bowl win if, if they get it. Sometimes you look at a, a bowl and you say – like, for example – the Holiday Bowl in 05, where they beat Oregon, right? Uh-huh. The season started off terribly. They rallied, turned into a really good football team. A lot of, a lot of guys from that, th- that era look back really positively on that game and climbing back and having a good positive end of the season. And it, a lot of times it's about that football game and it's about the opponent. And I think a lot of people will look back on this season and this bowl game really fondly if you win it and say, despite all we went through and what the end of that year was like, to get that win, that was really cool to see that team get that. Great text by Sean. The perception becomes Oklahoma won in 11 in spite of Riley. It fuels Stoops' point, we won 11 because we're Oklahoma. That's right. No, I, I like it. That. I like it. I, I think it's got a – I think it's got a, a potential to be a really fun game, and I've already talked to people that are going down. Oh, whoa! How Last week that? you were acting like there's going to be 13 people that went down. Okay. I, I talked to them. Interesting. It's a group of 100,000 going down. Wow. Pretty impressive. All right, quick timeout. Hour number two rolls on next. Stay tuned. Football. Love it. We love it. You live it. We live it. You need it. We got it. Nobody covers college football better. The Rush, right here on The Ref. Sports Radio Network. Does life look different for you? Have you been laid off and find yourself unemployed and looking for health insurance? Don't panic. 
call the insurance experts, Bob and Robert. Allison Insurance has over 75 combined years of experience and their team wants to ensure you, we have healthcare solutions to fit your needs. We can help you find affordable insurance for you and your family. You are not alone. Allison Insurance has the winning team that will ensure your healthcare needs are a win. Call Allison Insurance at 405-745-2968 or out of the metro, call 1-800-580-5587. Call the insurance experts, Bob and Robert at Allison Insurance, 405-745-2968 or out of the metro area, 1-800-580-5587. Are you looking out the back window and you see missing panels on your fence? Perhaps your fence is leaning over or being held up by a 2x4. It's time to call Van Hoos Fence, the metro area's premier residential and commercial fence company. Van Hoos delivers professional craftsmanship at an affordable price. From custom orders to prefabricated products, Van Hoos does it all. Call them today, 405-735-1167 or see their work on vhfence.com. Energy Savings Agreement from Air Comfort Solutions can maximize your home's energy efficiency. It can keep your AC and furnace systems working properly all year long and save you money by reducing costs from separate AC and furnace tune-up. Those aren't the only benefits, though. You'll get 15% off HVAC repairs, same-day service, a spring and fall tune-up, and no overtime charges. Save energy, time, and money all year long with Air Comfort Solutions Energy Savings Agreement. Call 721-3740 or visit aircomfortsolutions.com. Life has a way of taking us places we'd never expect. But there are things you should expect, like exceptional service and a name you can trust. For more than 60 years, Oklahomans have trusted Bob Moore Auto Group to keep life running smoothly. So whether you're headed to Little League practice or the big game, we'll help you get where you're going. Visit us at Bob Moore Cadillac of Norman, Bob Moore Ford, or Bob Moore Nissan of Norman, all conveniently located on I-35 and online at bobmoore.com. Bob Moore, experience exceptional. The high school winter sports preview graces the cover of 19th Street Magazine for December. Inside, get detailed information on the upcoming seasons for the Lions, Jaguars, and Sabercats. Other stories include Cleveland County Habitat for Humanity's Common Ground Coffee Festival, tech-savvy training courses at Moore Norman Technology Center, how the village at Oakwood offers affordable senior living options, and the veteran of the month, Bryson Simmer. The December issue of 19th Street is now available in print and online at sportstalk1400.com. Did you know there's a place where you can get good neighbor service and surprisingly great rates on home and auto insurance? Yep, and that place is, ta-da, State Farm. Here's the deal, State Farm agent Cindy Nasher is your go-to agent in Norman for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop shopping around. State Farm agent Cindy Nasher has you covered. Call 405-307-0500 for surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer, all applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330.
It is The Rush brought to you by Pacifico. Pacifico, let it remind you to live life anchors up. Appreciate Bob hopping on with this last segment. Again, that segment is brought to you by Yo Pablo on Campus Corner. Let's get to the Air Comfort Solutions text line, shall we? San Antonio is a great place to drink beer and eat Mexican food. What more do you want? We are going. Boomer! Exclamation mark. That's a good point. Some very good Mexican food in San Antonio. Is there really? I've had good Mexican food in San Antonio, yes. But my palate, that was like six or seven years ago, and my palate has significantly changed since then. But I feel like I know good Mexican food, and it was pretty good Mexican food there. Okay, I'll tell you, there's something interesting about Mexican food that you would think it would be the same wherever you go, but it's not. It's not at all, man. It's not at all. Not at all. So I'm I'm trusting your I'm trusting your judgment on this. Now the beers I expect to be totally cold and legit, but I I'm I'm waiting on the cuisine. Kendall says San Antonio is Tex-Mex. Gross. Well, that's all we eat around here yeah, is Tex-Mex. That's actually what Tex-Mex I prefer. Tex-Mex is awesome, and they'll have real Mexican food. I'm sure down there in uh, San Antonio. If what is real Mexican food? Authentic Mexican. No, food, I know. Me. I'm asking like what. It's not just uh, rice well, it's and not, refried right, beans, right? Like right? there's normally not any queso. I believe you know authentic okay, I Mexican, hate it. right? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not like fajita chicken or fajita steak. Yeah, the the meat is a little bit different. Uh, in New Mexico, you'll find some red and green chilies in there. Uh, I mean, it's 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 a different taste. The last time I was in Mexico, I had some legitimate street tacos from a street taco truck. You of all people ventured out and did that? That shocks me. I I was really worried about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, this it was. I was like, okay, uh, you know, I'm really trusting where this meat came from, but it was fantastic. Bob is sitting at 9-9 nine and nine for bowl games. Would send him out in positive territory if they win the Alamo Bowl. Yes. Ah, how about that? Yeah, that would be cool. Okay. Just now able to listen in. Are there any updates on the remaining coaching needs? Uh, not really. I've heard nothing. What's, what's the actual latest? What, what has been announced? We've got an offensive coordinator in Jeffrey Lebby. Um, we've got a defensive coordinator in Ted Roof. We have anything else? Defensive end coach, uh, Chavis. You, you got B-Hall, right, that's that's coming? Has that that's, been announced? It's not been announced officially, but it was reported, I think, by Feldman on Saturday afternoon. So I'll, I'll go ahead and take that one. What about – has Chavis been officially announced? It has, right? I think it was just Roof and Lebby on Friday. Is that right? Right? I feel like that's – Okay. So – we know that we've got our backer coach, we've got our DN coach, we've got, I think, what'd they say, secondary or uh-huh. safety coach? Yeah. So, I'm guessing there's two more defensive coaches to be installed. Probably a corner coach and a D-line coach. Don't know. I haven't heard any scuttlebutt on what that, who that might be. Yeah, I, their, their focus right now is probably just trying to get to signing day and They'll probably reevaluate things after tomorrow, would be my guess. Authentic Mexican food varies with the region. 
that sounds accurate to me, can, I think. No. Yeah, because New, New Mexico has a difference. I feel like they're authentic Mexican. I, yeah, I feel like theirs is unique. Now, I get that authentic Mexican is going to vary depending on like the area, but it should vary depending on the area in Mexico it's authentic to, not the area in the United States, right? Um, sure. Are, are you claiming, I mean, you haven't even, have you even tried authentic Mexican food yet outside of the street taco cart there in Mexico? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? I don't There's know. There's a clear difference between authentic and Tex-Mex. All right, well, give me a restaurant that's authentic and I'll tell you if I've eaten there. Not around here. I don't believe that there is. Unless there's some in Oklahoma City that I've never been to. But I've been to the same places you have. Ted's, <laughs> Tara Mahara's. I mean, that's it. I I guess maybe I haven't had authentic Mexican food. But that still doesn't change the fact that authentic Mexican food should be the same in Florida, in Oklahoma, in New Mexico, in Carolinas. People in the north use cor- uh, flour tortillas and people in the south use corn. Take okay. that from a Mexican lived in Mexico City. Well... Then that's not authentic Mexican. If you're telling me people what? in Buffalo, is he talking about people like in the north of the United States? I don't United know what States? he means by up north. Maybe just in the United States, flour tortillas are a thing, and well, down south they are not. I know I had Mexican food in Buffalo. I've told you before, it was horrible. New Mexican, way different, way better. Tara Mahara's in Norman is way better than any San Antonio Mexican place, hands down. And I grew up in Houston. So you're saying that Taco Bell is an authentic Mexican food? It's on the text line. <laughs> if the Taco Bell is in Mexico, then, then it is authentic then Mexican authentic food. Yeah. Mexican. They don't offer the nacho cheese sauce on the side that you can get. Authentic Mexican versus Tex-Mex is simple. Authentic is made by a Hispanic person. Done. That's it? What? Okay. Had authentic Mexican food in Los Angeles last summer, and my stomach started hurting almost immediately. Definitely did not like it at all compared to Tex-Mex. I wonder if it's, like, way spicier or something. I don't know. Where do y'all draw the line between authentic Mexican food and Tex-Mex? I don't know. Probably if they offer free sopapillas or not. That's, like, the epitome. The epitome of Tex-Mex to me is the setup, the free queso and the complimentary sopapilla at the end of the meal. Here's where I draw the line. If I finish three quarters, or I guess if I finish half of my drink before a new one is set next to it, then... um, it's not authentic Mexican. Authentic Mexican food is very bland and very hot. Okay. There's some authentic Mexican places in Southwest OKC. Cool. Uh, I'm not reading that one, BFC. <laughs> there is no ground beef in authentic Mexican food. Ah. Boy, that's a deal killer right there for me. Really? Uh, yeah, ground beef. Let's go, dude. Yeah, ground beef is a really good catch-all, but I don't mind having some of like the uh... – the different tacos, different meats in there. Ted needs to try Jose's and Tahlequah, the best authentic Mexican food I've ever had. Okay. Uh, I th- Peyton says, I think Tex-Mex is one of those things where you don't exactly know what the definition is, but you know it when you see it, right. probably. Difference between Tex-Mex and California Mexican food, whatever that means. 
let's see. Tacos, Don Nachos, Authentic Mexican, and OKC. Fantastic. But here's mm. my point. No one really knows the answer is what I'm gathering right, right. now on the text line. Here's my point, though. If it's authentic Mexican food, I it it should be authentic to what they have in Mexico. It shouldn't be corn tortillas in one side, flour tortillas like corn tortillas up north and flour down south. No. Whatever they use in Mexico, that's the authentic. Queso is really the big difference between Tex-Mex and authentic from what I can gather. Like, um... Uh, God, why am I blanking on the spot on Campus Corner? Come on, dude. Pepe Delgado's. It's like, yeah. don't ask for queso here. Don't do it. Hey, here's the last thing. We could be billionaires if we go to Mexico and start serving queso. They'll be like, oh my gosh, this is what amazing. Is this? They have real tomato chunks in this? <laughs> this is awesome. Quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Football. You love it. We love it. You live it. We live it. You need it, we got it. Nobody covers college football better. The Rush, right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Auction alert. Huge year-end auctions are happening now on PurpleWave.com. Bid now on thousands of items, including vehicles, construction, and farm equipment. There are no minimums and no reserves. Each item is guaranteed to sell to the highest bidder regardless of the price. Don't miss out. Get the equipment you need now at PurpleWave.com. Purple Wave Auction. Straight. Simple. Sold. What's going on, Santa? Tis the season of giving, and there's only one place that gives the most. Can anyone remember where that place is? Who'd the bird? Heidelberg. What the bird? No, no, no. Glitter, sparkle, Ralphie. Show them how it's done. Yo, the bird. Yo, the bird. Yo, the bird. Yo, the bird. Hudeberg. Ho, ho, ho. Hudeberg. Trade it for more, buy it for less. Hudeberg gives you more money for your trade, more discounts on cars, trucks, and SUVs, and more selection than anywhere else. Hudeberg has more than 1,000 used vehicles of all makes and models. Go to Hudeberg Chevy Buick GMC I-40 and Hudeberg Drive in Midwest City, Hudeberg Ford in Chandler, or Hudeberg Subaru off I-240 in Shields. And where should they start shopping, boys? Hudeberg.com! Are you or your family looking to build a home in Oklahoma? Look no further than Winstone Construction. Winstone is one of Oklahoma's fastest growing custom luxury home building companies. Specializing in the unique, Winstone builds across all of Oklahoma on your land or theirs. They not only can build custom homes, but also commercial construction. Call Winstone and their construction team at Winstone Construction today. 405-329-7979 or visit winstoneconstructionok.com. Voted Norman Reader's Choice Best Home Builder. The high school winter sports preview graces the cover of 19th Street Magazine for December. Inside, get detailed information on the upcoming seasons for the Lions, Jaguars, and Sabercats. Other stories include Cleveland County Habitat for Humanity's Common Ground Coffee Festival, tech-savvy training courses at Moore Norman Technology Center, how the Village at Oakwood offers affordable senior living options, and the Veteran of the Month, Bryson Simmer. The December issue of 19th Street is now available in print and online at sportstalk1400.com. At Christian Brothers Automotive in Norman, we are your auto dealership alternative for repair to your vehicle. 
Our mission is simple. Love your neighbor as yourself. We care about every customer and every car that comes to our shops. From our complimentary courtesy inspections to the courtesy shuttle, we're in it to make your auto repair easy for you. Come experience our nice differences at Christian Brothers Automotive, 3050 Yarbrough Way, west side of I-35 on the service road between Robinson and Tecumseh. Or call us at 405-217-4302. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. Life's too short for small buns. 405 Burger Bar is now open at the University of Oklahoma's campus. With handmade Oklahoma onion burgers and a full bar, 405 Burger Bar will be your favorite place to watch games. Follow us on Instagram at 405 Burger Bar to learn more about our burgers, bar, and OU campus atmosphere. 405 Burger Bar, 1423 George Avenue, just southeast of the OU football stadium. 405 Burger Bar in Norman is now open. Big buns, real meat. For the Sooners, this bowl season means duck season. I say it's duck season, and I say fire! And the Sooners will have a bit of revenge on their minds. Well, you don't want me talking about the 2006 <laughs> <laughs> Keep it tuned to the Ref Radio Sports Network for all of the best coverage of the Sooners taking on the Oregon Ducks in the Alamo Bowl. Presented by Winstone Construction. Building on your land or theirs. Winstone Construction is your premier home builder and bring you all of our coverage of the Alamo Bowl. Make the right call. Remember the Alamo! Remember, the Ref is your home for all of your Alamo Bowl coverage. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you hour number two of The Rush. Jeff on the Air Comfort Solutions text line says, Authentic is merely a marketing ploy. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Kendall wants to know if either of us have been to Pepe's. or Not to Pepe's, but to uh, Casa Bonita in Tulsa. I, I did. I went to Casa Bonita as a kid. I bet you never got to go to Casa Bonita, <sighs> did you? I can't remember oh, if I did. shame, but man. Maybe. You would know. This is not one of those places like, yeah, maybe you would remember Casa Bonita. Yeah. It is not only – it's it's a restaurant unlike any other that I think we've ever seen before. Yeah. The one in Denver has cliff divers. Uh, Black Bart's Cave is there. It's got a giant game room. It's it's amusement park meets uh, Mexican restaurant. It's an experience? It's an experience. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I, I guess then I haven't. How's the food? Does it even really matter? Uh, <laughs> no, it matters. It's not great. You don't go there for the food. <laughs> All right, quick timeout. Hour number three of The Rush on the other side. Stay tuned. Ever wonder why someone would wake up at the crack of dawn just for a chance at the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors Up.
Sports Talk, 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, The Ref, Sports Radio Network. Was the night before Christmas and all through the town, the roofs were dry and patched after the storm settled down. There was creaking and eking with moans of fear. Old St. Nick would soon be here. But would they hold him and his eight tiny reindeer? Kids are asleep while their parents pace the floor, wondering, worried about what Santa's wait for the roof has in store. If your house top is causing you to stop and wonder, then you need to call the pros at Whitney Roofing and Guttering for a free inspection. 405-229-3551. Whitney Roofing and Guttering. Local, licensed, and insured. There is no place like Heyday Entertainment Center in Norman, Bricktown, and Denison, Texas. Time is running out to book your holiday parties. A 